0: Everyone, this is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC, and our special guest, David. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, yo.
1: Yo.
2: Man, I'm mixing two podcasts now, I'm just using my intro for everything. Uh, yeah, easier that way. <laughs> yeah, it's easier that way. One last time, JC. One, One last time. Time. Uh, but it is it is it the last time though mm. well, i guess we'll, we'll find out on friday anyway we're getting yeah. ahead oh, is isn't it,
0: isn't it two weeks yeah no, we get a
2: falcon, whatever, falcon I yeah. falcon's whatever 19th I think. dave introduce yourself hi lovely
1: people hi my name's still david i still help to run the grit and grind basketball podcast uh, alongside tom and some other fine co-hosts um yes. I also dabble in teaching as my day job Um, and testing now, apparently Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, I am into computer games. I was a big Nintendo guy up until the PlayStation 4 when I converted to Sony Um, and I'm never going back. Um, I'm also into anime. Um, uh, I'm into like nerdy cartoons and things, you know, the usual centurions. Round of applause for centurions, um, thunder not thunderbirds, what's the other one? Thundercats. Ah, All that kind of good stuff. Um and I also dabble in comics a little bit. Um and other little nerdy areas. Um, but that that's that, those are the big ones.
2: All right. Uh, my name is still Tom. I'm still fifty percent of the Catching Up with the Nerds podcast, and I'm still one hundred percent French. I'm still married to my lovely wife Ellie for the last uh, well something odd years, and I still have two kids. One who's four years old and is uh, still a boy, and his name is still Louis. And the other one who's still eleven and uh named emily i uh, love video games very much and they love me too i uh, also love um, what else do i like anything comics anime manga uh anything nerdy science i love science i discovered that this week i still love science <laughs> and uh i discovered today that this week i know we're gonna do that one day but discovered this week the lovely lovely um movie called king's man uh, I, yeah. come to I thought I would drop in before we start this because it is too good not to mention. That was it. Over to you, JC.
0: Nice. I am still Juan Carlos Caray. I am occasionally known as JC. I am still married to my wife of seventeen, 17 years yeah so um, and uh, that sounds good. Um, and uh, her <laughs> name is Fiorella and I've got uh, I occasionally see my two lovely kids of uh, uh, Aiden and Arabelle um And I am still very much into graphic novels, into novels of so fantasy and fiction, uh, nerdy movies, series, and occasionally dabble in video games as well.
2: Welcome back. Cool. Let's do this, guys. One All last right. one. Allegedly, allegedly, one last one. And if you don't know what we're talking about, then I don't know what we're doing here because it literally says in the title this is the recap for episode nine of Wonder oh, okay. Vision. A.K.A. the finale, A.K.A. the final, A.K.A. maybe there's episode ten coming, A.K.A. that's not happening. Um, <laughs> A.K.A. we got we got trolled hard, we man. Got
0: trolled. <laughs> and
2: I've got a lot to say about that, uh, yes. but we'll get to that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so uh, the format remains the same. We are going to go through the plot points, uh, the infamous JC recap recapping the episode in three sentences and then going through the entire episode point by point of things that were interesting. and then a bunch of Easter eggs. I'm sure we've, we've found some. and the themes and then the questions and then I think we all, we'll' and we'll finish this with a review of the entire series and yeah. uh, I think your point, JC was uh, you know, kind of understand how we felt before we started watching it, once we were watching it and then how do we feel now it's all done and dusted yep. so that's that uh that was the menu let's go through the starters which is jc's lovely lovely introduction to the episode Oof. so th- I'm, I'm stressed out about this i'm not gonna lie it's why? Like, why it's a lot to talk about here There's
0: yeah. <laughs> a, a huge recap but let's let, let's take it back break the brand uh three lines to describe that last episode <laughs> no x-men no mephisto And no effing justice for Sparky. That's all I got to say.
2: Yeah. Not even mentioned in the episode.
0: Not even not even like a little tail wag. Nothing.
2: But Dave is thinking, Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of justice. There's a touch of justice. A little
0: bit justice. all right. Let's we we can talk about justice for Sparky because we need to Not the way you wanted it to be. Uh, Okay. So let's do this so it is a long recap and uh i'm gonna lie i i've peppered it with a few references as to some homages that i think were unintentional but that i very much got nerdy about so let's get going uh we open up with agatha and wanda confronting each other uh wanda kind of blasts agatha but agatha just begins to absorb it as we learned in the previous episodes uh wanda's hand begins to drain out a little bit like we saw those mm. witches happen that had happened to us, which is in the previous episode, and then she throws a car at Agatha, and we get that nice Wizard of Oz moment where we see the boots under yes. the car, which was lovely. It was super good. Um, then we see Fake Vision show up, so White Vision, which uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Fission uh, mm-hmm. for now. Uh, he comes to Wanda, and they look like they are going to have a moment until he tries to crush her skull. And that's where I think she kind of like picked up on the fact that he wasn't there for good reasons. Um, Wanda, Wanda's Vision, who then I will call Vision for this episode, nice. just to make it less confusing, uh, yeah. saves her. Uh, and then Wanda apologizes to Vision for not telling him the truth uh, originally, right? Yeah. Uh, then they go after Fission uh, and Monica's trap with Pietro and... <laughs> <laughs> and he knocks her out. Uh fission then fights against Wishin. <laughs> this is going so well. Uh, and oh, then yep. and, and then Agent Wu is detained by Hayward. Hayward does his best, best Bond villain impression and mm. gives away the entire plan to him while he's stealing a phone. And then and then he that he wants to use to call the FBI. And then he gets put by himself with a with a clip. On it with a with a paperclip in his hand, and he picks the clock that picks the, the the handcuffs, and then goes flourish, which was so good. Uh, mm. But uh, back in the town, Agatha starts to like wake up people so that Wanda can see the impact that she's had on them and what she's done to them. Monica figures out that that Pietro is Ralph Boner. Oh. Uh, Disney, we need to yeah. talk about this. But yeah. uh, and then Fiatro draws what is his. Best Beavis and Butthead impression and goes boner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> which, is, which which is what I was doing, exact same time. <laughs> I, uh, I did turn boner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the twins run out to help their parents, uh, and then the townspeople are now all woken up and start to tell Wanda how horrible it's been, even asking to be killed instead of living in this, in this um, kind of moment of grief that they're, that they're living in. Uh, Wanda freaks out and accidentally starts to choke all of them all at once, and then Wanda shoots a ray into the sky and opens up the hex kind of felt like an awesome He-Man moment, like Pyro call vibes, totally. <laughs> um, and then uh, she has to close it back up as Vision and the kids start to fade. Uh, but by that point, Sword has infiltrated and kind of come inside the, the Hex. Uh, Vision and Fission continue to fight and wind up at the library of all places, uh, which we now know there's kind of somewhat good reason for it. Uh, because uh, Vision says, uh, I am not the real vision, just a conditional, conditional vision uh, and catches Fission's attention and he wants to know more. Uh, At the same time, Sora draws her guns and they're aiming at one of the kids. Agatha helps to neutralize them and Hayward grabs a gun and shoots at the boys. Monica does her best Neo impression and just like absorbs bullets. And I wish she would have leaned back a little bit more. have been like totally Matrix (laughs) on brand. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but Matrix love, dude. Sorry. I I stand for the Matrix. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One sneaks by, but one of the boys stops it with Magic, magic, who's the, I believe that's Tommy, I want to say. Uh, And then uh, Hayward runs for a vehicle and gets slammed by Darcy doing her best Fast and Furious impression. Uh, The Visions, Wision and Fission, start to discuss the ship of Thesis, which is very appropriate for being in a library. Uh, Wision then touches Fission's... Vision touches fission in the forehead. Whew, that was a that was a mouthful. Wow, uh so massive. he can so he can he can access his memories. Uh fission seems to wake up and says, I am vision, flies off. We never see him again. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wanda witch slaps Agatha back to Salem days. Uh Wanda sees the witches get up and come to her. Awesome, the ring impression. Like the way those mm-hmm. little movements are with their hands and stuff. I was like, like awesome callback, like early two thousand yeah. stuff. Uh, Agatha offers to fix everything if Wanda will give her uh, hand over her power to her. Uh, Wanda gets a red crown, also nice hereditary impression there. Um, and then uh, Agatha goes back to the, to the present. They have a flying witch battle. Agatha seems to be sucking up all of Wanda's power, but Little do we know, Agatha is ready to harness the power and shoot it back at her. When we find out that Wanda has been setting up runes all over the hex, and that now, like all of Agatha's powers are invalidated, we get the full Scarlet Witch amazing outfit. Um, and then Agatha mm. says, "You don't, ha- you don't know what you've done." Wanda turns back agatha into the nosy neighbor and we get one of the best lines in the show in the show where uh agatha comes back and goes okie dokie arty chokey
2: (laughs) you love that god
0: which is um priceless uh the family walks back to the house as the hex receives Wanda and visions say goodbye to the kids in a very touching scene it's very very nice actually when they put him to sleep and then she turns around as she's walking to the bedroom and says thanks for choosing me to be your mom uh vision and wanda say their goodbyes in another well-run part of the relationship i feel um vision wants to know what he is and Wanda says, the piece of the mindstone that lives in me, a body of wires and blood and bone that I created and my sadness and my hope, but mostly you're my love. Even saying it hard, man, like the allergies, whoo, kicking That's in. Uh, yeah. So vision ends on who knows what, what I might be next. We've said goodbye before. So it stands to reason we'll say hello again ends Wanda. Uh, and uh, Wanda does uh, a great Circe impression right before this, uh, mm-hmm. where she does the walk of shame, but with clothes on. Uh, sorry, I missed that one. Um, And then uh, Monica and um, uh, Monica and Wanda have like their moment of just like, I get you. I understand what happened. Uh, and then Wanda flies off. Um, and then we get the post-credit scene where we see Monica go into a movie theater, the Cornet, and then we find out that she's getting taken up to space to meet up with somebody. Hey. Mm, Nick Fury, Captain Marvel, who knows? Uh, and then uh, post-credit scene, uh, Wanda is in a cabin by herself uh, learning how to use the Book of the Damned while the kids are, are, are heard in the background asking for help.
2: Oof. Well done. Take a well earned break.
0: All right. And how about, fellas? You guys carry on. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank right.
2: Um, right. So, uh, Dave. Yes. What was your favorite part of that episode? Is there one scene or one thing, one line, something that stood out for you and you were like, uh, I love uh,
1: it? Probably. I don't know. Maybe it, it was one of maybe two or three things maybe um, I did enjoy it when uh, Wanda started to use her powers more intelligently like she had up to that point all she'd really done is tried to blast Agatha into oblivion and it clearly wasn't working Um, but then when she decides to actually disappear from view and then creep up behind her and then Uh, um, try and scare her the way she did to the Avengers in in Age of Ultron, then, then it started to be a bit more interesting than just blasty, blast, blast. Don't blast me back. Hey, stop blasting. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though it didn't work. Uh, but then to have that scene where she's back in the Salem trials and she's trying to scare her with that experience from her past. Mm. Uh, I thought that was a bit more of an intelligent way for them to have that encounter.
2: Yeah, that's so good. Uh, yeah, uh, I did enjoy that too. I thought he was pretty... Um... Pretty cool. And then, yeah, because uh, I, I, I don't know, if, I'm sure everybody noticed the, the way she went from behind. It was like the very uh, same scene that happened with Tony Stark. I thought it was pretty cool yep. that yep. she went back in there and, and and used that as a turning point in the battle. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I'm going to go with the library scene between the, the visions. Mm. Um, that discussion I thought was amazing and the, the references mm. they used, I thought was pretty cool also. Mm. Um, and you know, there's that throwback again to Edge of Ultron when he goes and touches the uh, fission. What do you call it? No vision. Which one is which? I oh, know vision. vision. Vision is right
0: Wanda's vision uh, is vision. But, fake one. Fission is, fission is fake. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, so but fission. <laughs> yeah.
0: fission might now be vision
2: is the problem. It's well, it's, they're both. A well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least, at, I think at least that's what we're, we're. Yeah. Well.
0: We can only wish
2: that that might happen. Oh my God. <laughs> I need oh to walk my myself God. off the court now. Need yes, walk we, off need, the court. We, need, we need to stop. Yes.
1: 20 second timeout. out. Yes, yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Go for a break. go. Um, yes, I, I thought that scene was, was outstanding. I thought because of the, the entire uh, battle that was leading nowhere and then they ended it the only way Vision knows how to do things, which is rationally and, and analyzing everything. And I was like, huh, how do you end the battle between somebody who's that rational? Well, being even more rational. Mm-hmm. Done. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, great. Seriously? Um, yeah. JC, do you have one thing that um, you like? Uh, to
0: from, from a nerdy perspective, the library yeah. scene, for sure. Um, but uh, just every scene that Wanda and, and Vision or Paul Bettany and, and Elizabeth Olsen are together, pretty much. Like also, all yeah. those scenes, I, I thought that just the chemistry came together like super well. It gave them a nice ending to their relationship, or uh, at least or a new setup to the relationship potentially. Um, but just like just how they interacted when they were together in those scenes, I I, I enjoyed that more than the CGI stuff. Um, mm. In terms of like the the witch battles and 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 vision battles, like I thought they were okay, but but I thought those moments were pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, they they. They, they, again, I don't know, like you, you mentioned, it, all those scenes between the two of them, it's all, again, been written so well. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know how they do it. It's supposed to be um, a nerdy show with no emotion. It's just stuff going boom and, you know, <laughs> and yep. there you go. And, you know, Ellie was crying for the last 10 minutes when they were saying goodbye. And I was like, oh, my God, oh God. they really... <laughs>
1: Did she not see the other vision that still exists fly away i know i know, I know.
2: the the better vision flew away <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's i don't know how they do it every time Why? Wow. um how they do it every time It's like suddenly they they make you cry well not me because you know
1: big big I'm tom cool. big man But yeah.
2: yeah it's it's just it's just super interesting how they make you do that um
0: it's it's top three crying moment for me
2: <laughs> three
0: top three easily Endgame number one end of guardian galaxy number two yes. guardian galaxy number two is number two and mm. uh and then this one's my third like cried in all three not not as profusely as Endgame. like i can't hear the words on your left and still not shed a tear like uh, yes. every time ta- every That's time when You'd you
1: f- cried <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah but he yeah, says wait. on your on your left at the theater i broke down when i watched it at home i broke down i watched it later on with Theo or with yeah with Theo, just like two that's weeks nice. ago break down again every tears time you're right? left oh and
1: i get though, ready to kick ass when i hear that me too like yeah. i want to punch something <laughs> fight yeah <time.
0: laughs> yeah get I, some. I, don't, I don't know if that's the point that, that did it for me for some reason because most people are usually in the tony scene and like by that point i was like i, I was i was out of tears by that point
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was, of I was done. yeah um now on the flip side, equally, was there anything you disliked from that episode? <sighs> any scene that, or any 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 twist or anything that you went, eh, what are they doing? Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't mind going first, but it's the, the whole the whole um, the whole um, not, I was gonna say quicksilver, but the whole burner thing. Uh, um, Fiatro, air, just, terrible, Fietro. I was like, terrible, just no, so bad, just so uh, bad, so bad like why <laughs> why am i doing that like okay he's ralph like I, it's not so much the entire thing of like oh discovering that he's ralph um but more of this thing like the whole boner thing i was like uh, I, I don't want that here right now i don't mm-hmm. i don't want that joke right here like mm-hmm. i want i would just i just want facts i just want good stuff i don't want i don't want good yeah. good on you writers you've, you've putting in a boner joke in, in an episode but come on now yes. low hanging this? fruit mm. hey anything from you guys
1: Um, for me I was a little bit disappointed in um, Monica's role in the whole, yeah. Uh, yeah. whole finale like I did say at the end of our last wrap up that it was going to be very difficult for them to like fulfill everything that they need to fulfill within a, a single episode to tie up all the loose ends and everything and although they did tie them up it meant that certain characters did suffer and I think um outside of just the combat being pretty substandard um and some of the motives being a little off um just the fact that Monica didn't really do anything like yeah. she was part of that Ralph Bonacy mm-hmm. scene and it was just like okay so um and then she stops the bullets on the on the the bullets that um hayward fires at the kids yeah yeah
2: yeah i was expecting a slightly more also a little bit more i I wasn't expecting a whole thing where she would show up not necessarily in the entire fight but like at least a little bit more of a um you know like a a role not like um end of fight you know like the an outcome-changing character. Like, she will come mm. in, it's like, something happens, it's 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 not going the right way for Wanda, and then she comes in, steps in, and goes, bang, this is me. A bit like Captain Marvel did in Endgame. Mm. Yeah. That's sort of, the, like, yeah. she's just there for 30 seconds, but then she changes the tide,
1: right? Yeah, because she is really powerful. I, I get that she doesn't really know what her powers are yet, although she seems to use them on in the right way every time she needs to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, Wiccan could have stopped those bullets himself, man, Come on.,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: we didn't Uh-oh. need her. Um, yeah, but they didn't leave themselves enough time to really do much more with her anyway. so
2: and to be fair, it, the, it the be whole fun. show is not about her,
1: yeah, yeah at absolutely. the end of
2: the day it's not it's not really about her, but so you can't really yeah advertise what she's doing.
1: Yeah, um, and also, I don't know what I would remove to give her more time true right
2: well unless you you do an uh, an hour and a half episode then yeah exactly there's there's more than ample exactly to deal with that but yeah jc anything you
0: (sighs) there's a lot dude. (laughs) but but you guys touched on two of the main ones Mm -hmm. um funny enough the, the two takes you guys had like i see my biggest disappointment is monica for sure that is my biggest disappointment in the show in terms of being underwritten introduced uh i wouldn't change her involvement in the show though i'm glad that she's there she's getting set up but i wish they would have made it a lot more obvious that it was just a setup like i felt there was going to be a yeah. payoff for monica if they just made it very clear it's like oh this is a setup this is a setup that's like fine then yeah she's getting set up for her own big thing later on mm-hmm. but it felt like it was gonna be more about her mm-hmm. so that one was just really disappointing uh Fietro now i am totally on the train of like unnecessary it's not even a disappointment like you could have done the whole show without him and would have mattered at all which yeah. which is just just that's just like weak writing i think it's like think the, trying to pay like do fan service but not do it well
2: mm. um yeah, that was that was slightly off though it was, it was like oh my god look it's the guy from the, the you know the fox movies and you're like right, cool. yeah. but,
0: so um, as a general theme for my disappointment it's mainly the writing the arcs of the b characters like, mm-hmm. I actually, I'm perfectly happy with wh- how this worked out for Wanda and Vision in terms of their relationship. I think it did a yeah. ton. I saw, like, a progression of those characters. But mm-hmm. all the B characters were underwritten. Like, mm-hmm. Woo's arc is like, oh, he gets to do a magic trick at the end. Like, Darcy <laughs> shows up in a car and then just bails. And mm. then, like, Monica has more screen time than the, to, than the some of the other B characters, but still feels like she had a B character ending, because it was just like, oh, well, mm. you stop bullets, uh, good for her, uh, mm. but with any good reason. I felt she should have had the final the final uh, confrontation with Hayward, I think it was more appropriate mm. to her storyline mm. for her to confront Hayward, rather than, like, Darcy mm. just, like, ran into him out of the blue, like, kind of, like... Thoisy. Yeah, because then,
2: then you go full circle, right? It's like, she mm. she, sure. she she's there because of him, and then she's now yeah. ending him mm. yeah i mean the, the yeah. she, she still got the first post post and credit scene at least yeah. sub, yeah, which you is can nice. sort of said as yeah. yeah it's sending yeah. her off she's set yeah. up for the next film yeah, yeah but exactly. in terms which of, the, yeah, in terms of right. the series itself she's she yeah that was a bit weird a bit weird of an ending it's like well you've got a power to stop him you've got a reason to stop him because you had your doubts but then again you need to put darcy in somewhere <laughs> yeah well,
0: she's gonna be like I- i'm more disappointed of monica's story arc than i am of not getting a mephisto like that's all, like oh, yeah. the, that oh, when i when, it, sure. when i look back i'm for like sure. oh wait damn like there was such potential in that storyline and, and like and i know we'll get it i know we'll get it it's just it felt like on a little more right now in that last one yeah so yeah, we'll that's mine
2: oh i know um Okay, well, we, we we are limited on time, <laughs> like they were limited on time for episode nine. So we we'll, let's move along to let's move along to the Easter eggs part. Um, I know there were there were a couple, but again, because that episode was about resolution and and getting, um, you know, storylines, well, the story moving and setting up a bunch of movies in the in the Marvel universe, so I think they had little time to pack that one full of Easter eggs. So, um, do you guys have any? I think I've seen seen on
1: lists. um uh, yeah, there's um, I'll just take this time to say this now. There, there's yeah. a few, there's quite a few in the episode, but I found that the as we got closer and closer to a resolution, the Easter eggs became less and less interesting. Yeah. Yep. Okay. They they were really just Easter eggs, as in like this is here and it's a reference to this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that to me is far less interesting than the Easter eggs were in the beginning when it was like, well, this is here and it might mean this for the rest of the exactly. series. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas as we got more and more um, further and further into the story, it was like, well, yeah, this is just here for the sake of referencing something. For example, one of the characters in, I don't remember if it's the Wonder Years or one of those um, late 80s, early 90s TV shows was also called Bona. And that's Oh really? Track. Yeah. Yeah. One of the characters' best friends was called Bona. And it's oh. like Okay. Nah. Put this here. It's one of the shows that we reference for the thing, but so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. it could have
2: been it could have been done without it. You could have just leave it out.
1: Yeah. 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 Um the like Agatha's boots laying in the car <laughs> after she gets hit by the car, um, is a callback to Wizard of Oz. Um mm-hmm. Which is, again, kind of one of the themes of the show with people entering a different reality and taking on different personas, mirroring what's going on on the show, things like that.
2: Shout out! Shout out to Ellie who instantly went, "Hey, that's the Wizard of Wizard of Oz stuff." I went, "Oh my god, yeah, well done." Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, in the same scene, I think this—I don't know if it's an Easter egg at all—but like the 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 way she rams a car into Agatha is the same way she rammed the car into Iron Man in yeah, Captain America, yeah, uh, Civil War. Ah, there's yeah. that scene in the airport where uh, Multiple Iron Man's cars, she pulls yeah, from the, car, the park. car park, bang. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know if that was an Easter egg for real though, but it was in there. Um, I, I think on a general Easter eggy note,
0: yeah. um, Easter egg. laugh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people have been comparing this watching experience to Lost, right? Uh, where it's like, oh, Lost was like such about the Easter eggs mm-hmm. and whatnot, and it, and just in looking back at the show now, I'm like, it it wasn't like Lost because lost you knew the easter eggs were leading towards something right and in in certain ways and here to to your point david it's like some of them just feel like they're easter eggs for the sake of being easter eggs um and not really like delivering something later on whereas i felt with with lost eventually the mystery behind some of those unraveled something else and you got plot progression because of those things Whereas here, I don't feel like we got that. It was just like, and it almost felt like an experiment in how can you load so many Easter eggs and totally throw people <laughs> off in every possible direction and then still see if they still like it. I don't know. I felt like now I'm, I'm yeah. questioning their Easter egg strategy.
2: Lost lost all the Easter eggs. is literally for, well, most of it was plot progression. You know, that's yeah. what it was there for. And it's like, well, there's that little thing there. That's part of the... Um, Egyptian mythology you know and stuff like that so you, if you look it up you'll know where they're going with it but there's a lot of it in in one division, which is just it's fan servicing you know it's like hey look at this there you go this is where it's for and it's it serves no purpose otherwise um, but hey like, like you say, you know I think Dave's got it 100% correct it's like at the beginning of the, the first few episodes is literally trying to guide you into what direction they'll, they'll they want to oh. take this show for, you know no, anymore at the end. Like the last what episode seven, eight, nine. Let's say the last three. Yeah, last three like, four, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, after episode six, you were just like, okay, yeah, let them do their things. You know, I'm not, I'm not expecting anything. Mm. Um, and it's literally what happened with the last three, the the mm. the resolution episodes, if you will. Mm. Um, anything else in terms of in terms of Easter eggs? I don't think so. Um, I put the your magic advert in there. Um, oh yeah. Uh, which it's not an Easter egg, but it's more of a—I don't know if that that falls under the theories part of the of the episode, but um, I think that that mm. the the way um, Ag- Agatha, I keep calling her Agnes, Agatha is using her powers is, I think, to me, is the shark in the advert, the your magic advert, and the the little kid on the island is Wanda, so he's sucking out that that life out of people, and that's literally was being described in in that your magic advert.
0: Uh, there, there is one that I found mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I believe it's at the movie theater at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they're at pl- the movie playing is Tenheiser Gate, uh, which Blade at Runner. first I didn't get exactly the, the Blade yeah. Runner reference. I'm like, it's that last speech at the end, right? Of just mm-hmm. like a a a cyborg coming to terms with not existing anymore, in the same way yep. we see Vision going through the here. I'm like, that one was like called for. It. Get it. It's like it, it's you not it. it's not it's not for plot, it's theme. It's like mm. and that I'm here for all the time. Mm. Uh oh when yeah. it's like, oh, the wine bottle has a big M on it, it's like ugh, now I'm kind of like
2: we, <laughs> got done, <Jesse. laughs> we got done
0: I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like th- we didn't need to do that then, <laughs> and we definitely did not need Fietro. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh
2: god, no. Oh man, it's turning turning into an episode an episode bashing. The whole I know. Episode. I feel yeah. So like I, do have going, posi- I do have positive, yeah, positive things positive, to
1: say.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we in, in the spirit of talking about positive things, I think that the um, the, the portion we've got on, on our doc- shared document is the themes um that is being talked about in, in especially in that episode but also yeah. throughout the series. I think that's yeah. that's a positive thing. So the message. Yeah. Um, within the entire show is well it's 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 showing you the emotions humans are going through to cope with um, the loss of a loved one right or you know grief in general um, but that's that's one part of it there's a lot of comment you know social commentaries also on on, on mm-hmm. the role of tv and the role of women within tv and i think i think that's quite interesting so i'll i'll i'll, I'll just go with the example. Again, it's a shout out to somebody on YouTube who made a video and, and um, talked about those points, and I thought that was very relevant to to One Division um, when he was saying talking about the way the way TV is portrayed within One Division and how it's central to many people, many families' life Right, you gather and you live your life around TV. Um, you eat dinner around TV. You have a social life around TV, you know, there's a bunch of shows in the UK now where people are actually being filmed watching TV and you get their feedback for, well, how's it called, um, Dave? I don't know if you... Um, Google ah, yeah, that's the one. Well, suchi you're watching somebody else watching TV and then they're talking over... <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, there's a lot of Wanda Vision that reminds me of that. You know, they're watching TV and everything is centered around that um, sort of escaping reality, creating an um, alternate reality within your home, which is what Wonder was doing. Yeah. Um, and in turn, um, the role of TV shows the evolution of television, like it goes between, um, you know, black and white, uh, not only in a technical way, but it's like how it went from sitcoms and shows showing stuff happening around the family unit and then moving towards um, having shows that are now centered around social life in a broader sense, you know, like people around the family and like extended family, if you will. Yeah. Um, but then within that, the role of women. Uh, within tv shows so you have the 50s where it's like the woman's waiting for the husband the husband's going to work stay-at-home mom well stay-at-home wife more like so um then it goes into maybe more of a the 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 freedom women's freedom and deliberation through 60s and 70s um and then you've got a stay-at-home mom and then it gets into um the more independent woman role uh, towards the end so it's quite it's it's quite nice to see. It. and also throughout the advertisement that you see um peppered around the show not nonetheless was there an advertisement in episode nine no there wasn't because it's no longer yeah. broadcasting yeah yeah correct um so you, you also see the, the evolution of adverts where it's like you know you stay at home you know you gotta cook for your kids and you've gotta deal with the kids and then he goes yeah. into well you know late much later on in the 2000 year old, then you know, that's all about medicine and how do you cope with everything by just mm. taking nexus, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's quite also a, try, a, a good um, way to depict what's being sold at different areas. So I thought that was cool. Um, do you guys have anything else like that to add on to that? Uh, uh yes, go for
1: uh, it, okay? Um, yeah, just around the themes of grief, um, mm. and, uh, loss and dealing with loss and mental health as well, which is, um, always, uh, always an important subject, always something that you see, uh, come up in various different areas. Um, and I think it was really dealt with in a very careful, um, a very well measured, um, and a very effective way in this show. Um, we see the moments when... As powerful as she is, she loses control, or she can't quite do what she wants to do, or she can't have what she wants to have. She couldn't take Vision's body, right? He, she was he right. wasn't hers. Um, we see um, uh, things around um, the the pain that the other members of the Hex feel is her pain, and they explain they even explain the way they're feeling back to her, right? Yeah. And it's, mm. it's interesting because when you suppress pain, you wouldn't be able to articulate that kind of thing. But because they're feeling her pain rather than their own pain, they're able to articulate it to her in that last episode and say, no, 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 this is how we feel. Mm. We're getting yeah. nightmares and we feel low all the time and we feel this and we feel that. And she, in that moment, can't even hear them say it because for her to hear them say it she would have to accept that not only is she the one inflicting that on them but that's how she feels yeah and yeah. she's not ready to accept that that's how she feels um, and in that moment yes. she ends up causing them more pain because she can't accept it for what it is um, yeah, some,
2: somebody pointed out online that was like it, she it, uh, because she wasn't dealing with the pain she you know sometimes rather than dealing with your own personal issues and, and dealing with them personally you Project end up taking it. it out on yeah projecting on some on other people and that's literally what they've done they're physically projecting pain yeah to them it's quite quite well done yeah. I thought.
1: absolutely um and it took also that um episode eight with agnes uh, her going back down memory yeah. lane and facing all of the trauma that she's had in her life, um, one one after another, right? Childhood, mm-hmm. uh, the bombs, uh, her brother dying, um, being held captive essentially, um, developing that relationship with Vision and then dealing with his death as well. Um, and that is also a, a big part of therapy often, um, although it has to be done in the right way going back through the trauma in the without really without you don't want to feel the pain again because uh as a therapist you have to be careful not to um just drag it all up and then yeah. not deal with it <laughs> um yeah and in that sense, Agnes wasn't the best therapist, but that's for the therapist to decide. <laughs> um, but yeah, what she did was at least get her to reflect and be self-reflective of what she had gone through and why she was feeling the way she felt, why she might have done what she did. Um, because up until that point, she was hazy on it. She yeah. uh, And I think she was genuine in that. I think she had suppressed it. Uh, yeah, man. On the mental health note, I mean, it's
0: it's surprisingly open about that subject for mainstream kind of like nerd culture media, right? It's It, it, it actually dives into that topic like full on, like unabashedly. It's not even like a subplot. It's like mm-hmm. the plot. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I appreciate. So to your point, yeah, it's like the way they deal with like the, the, the levels of – Grief that you go through. Uh, I was listening to um, the director of the of the series talk about that, and he said that they actually did research on like all the stages of grief mm. and found ways to build them into the show. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't go into more detail than that. Or I'd love to hear the next level down from it. Um, but the thing about it that catches me is, especially the the to your point, the townspeople feeling her pain. Mm. Whether intentional or not, I feel there's an interesting comment there about just what trauma does, where it tr- we always feel like trauma is like for the person, but it really, it affects everybody around them, mm-hmm. right? It's like, w- once trauma is there, it, the, the, the feelings that come of it impact others as well. And I thought that that was kind of a nice, clever way of like leaning into that subject because it's true, it's hard. and And those people have now gone through their own trauma. And that's how mm-hmm. trauma spreads, right? At the mm-hmm. end of the day, right? We've seen it generationally. We've seen it sociodemographically, like from all mm-hmm. perspective, right? Like trauma will spread. Um, so I thought that, that, that the show tackled that subject in a very delicate way. And to your point about whether Agatha was a good therapist or not, it's like, it, it, for a therapist to decide, but- it, it always felt like a very abrupt way of having someone deal with their trauma. It felt just like ripping off the Band-Aid mm-hmm. and that ultimately causes something to worse to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what I felt like Wanda was being led through of like just this very unkind way of going through her trauma because of the situation she was in.
1: Yeah.
2: I thought I thought the one sentence that was very interesting, especially in the, in the, in the context of it, it being a Disney show, right? When um, one of the characters says, oh, uh, if you're not gonna let us go, at least like let us kill ourselves or something. Is that? Is that mm, the yep. yep or
1: shit? Yeah. Darker, like, I think, or... says that. Oh, yeah. uh, no,
2: it's it's Deborah Jo
0: oh, uh, yeah. From from, yeah. from the '70s show. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa.
2: Yeah. I actually, when okay, that's a bit dark for, you know, and and it's actually I thought that was it's, it's a great scene. It's a great yeah. it's a great Very line good. of dialogue. It's cool, but I am um, like, within the context, I was like, whoa, that's that's a bit dark for a Disney. Uh, and
1: and it's because we although we know that they're going through pain and feeling her pain, that comment is the only time we really get to see or hear how bad it really is. Correct. Yeah. Like it's because we had seen um Agatha try and drive away, you know, saying she won't let me leave and stuff like that. Uh we had seen the woman with the tear mm-hmm. running down her face, but like that, that's how bad it was. That's why that yeah. comment is in there. This is how bad it is. If if you had lost your husband and um, lost your brother and had your parents' uh, house bombed as children and things like that, when you get to where Wanda is, that's how you're going to feel. Yeah, You're going to yeah. feel like this is too much pain for me to cope with maybe I don't want to deal with it anymore. How can I end it? Yes. How yes. can I end it? And that's yes. that's how bad they're feeling when they're feeling her pain. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, it really speaks to, to the whole concept of, of empathy versus sympathy. Those are the things I kept thinking about throughout this. Because um, they're able to empathize with Wanda in a way that is very hard to do for most people. It's, like, it, it's very hard to, to sit there and go like, I understand what you're going through. They're literally feeling what she's going through but in the same way as like because because right now the buzz is like we all need to be better empathizers we need to get better at empathy and stuff like that and like yes i'm 100 on that on that Mm -hmm. boat but in this particular show it shows also how if empathy is just allowed over a situation that's traumatic it could end up being traumatizing to their person as well like that's why these things have to be handled by professionals. Right. And of course that, that thematically is, doesn't matter for the show. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I kept thinking about that going like, ah, it's very interesting. Actually. It's like, th- mm-hmm. that is, this is a, this is validation for the whole mental health industry. Right. It's like, yes, you need someone to understand how to do this or else it'll just affects you. And it's kind of like jumping in to save somebody that's drowning when you don't know how to swim. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, th- th- mm-hmm. that's basically what's happening to them. And mm-hmm. th- that's why they never felt any sympathy for her right mm. it's like all they could do is understand her feelings and they're like we don't like this and we don't even feel bad for you because you're making us feel like crap mm-hmm. so yeah no the, the, just this is this is the part of show that that i'm like looking back on and go like i loved it like it's mm. really good yeah
2: yeah it makes sense it's 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 um very deep subjects within uh, that, that's the one thing that i, I don't ever remember having these sort of um topics being talked about um you know, especially again, my upbringing is is pretty much revolving around video games, but like I can't remember anything, any of those topics being discussed or um referred to within a game growing up or within another yeah. comic or another.
1: Uh, there will be. I'm, I yeah. just can't think off the top of my head. I'm, I'm sure there will be, but I don't think it would have been handled this well.
2: Oh, exactly. Or oh, maybe it was. Right like peppered throughout, but not maybe as a, as a central theme for the <laughs> whole thing, right? Um, it, that's why I thought, I thought it was quite well done. It's just, it, it really is dealing with it in a, in a very tasteful way. I thought, yeah, Dave, I
1: think you've got, yeah. You've there got is a something. game. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a game which is actually similar. I think it's similar to this where, ah, I can't remember what it's called. I know um, Greg Miller loves recent. it. Um, they made a sequel that wasn't as good and I can't remember, he used to talk about it it's an RPG where something oh and I do know Concrete Genie has um, themes of um, uh, trauma in it but um, there's another one I think, um, I just can't remember the name of it, it might even be on Vita where something traumatic happens like the main character's mother dies or something like Mm. that and then they are pulled into a world where they have to go on this quest to deal with oh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Oh. But then the second, the sequel has, like, none of the gravitas of mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. Um.
2: I think I, I know what it, which one which you're yeah. talking about. It it just,
1: I've never played it. Like that. I, I just know the name because he always used to bring it up. All
2: right. Yeah, I, but again, it's it's yeah, it's it's not a vast majority or something that's as watched or beloved by as many people. I think that it's not not a, no. as wide audience. It's not the same. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Do we want to move on? Yes, we do.
0: Uh, there's w- one one thing that I want to bring up that's somewhat related to this. Um. There's a second theme that I picked up on, only in this last episode, that really solidified for me. That is close to the mental health theme, but not the same. And and that's where I want to talk about like the ship of thesis part, mm-hmm. um, because I feel there's a huge theme now about identity. And if you look okay. at how 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 your identity changes, right? So if you look at from a wander perspective, her identity changes because of trauma right? She becomes a, a fundamentally different person than, than, the, than the Wanda, especially when we look at back at the Wanda that was a kid that they showed us. Like She's changed so much because of all these things, all those commercials or the things that have happened in her life that had led her to become this, right? And it's and it's a case of like once we have trauma, it is actually part of us. Like It never truly mm-hmm. goes away. You just learn to accept that it's part of who you are now, right? Mm-hmm. And that changes who you are. And then for them to then tie that back into the ship of thesis about the question of who are we really if we're not really the same people? Like all of us don't have the same cells. We had, I think, it's what mm. like every ten years you fully change cells or something like that. Then are we still really us, right? And 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 I think it, it further asks the question, like, does that actually matter in the case of vision, right? It's like we now know we're gonna get like OG vision, like the original mm. vision, back in mm. somewhere other because like his memories are there. We, we now have the heart and the mind have come together in this new version of vision yeah yeah right so it's like we're gonna get that back and is that really him and does it really matter if he didn't have those experiences with wanda that that's i think all i hope thematically they keep up with that because then the new vision he didn't go through that last scene with wanda when they said goodbye he never had that right so does the relationship just pick up where it left off when they when they see each other again because they will right inevitably so there's a lot of identity stuff there that i think is very interesting um that is tied into the grief conversation um and especially with the two main characters i thought that that was very
2: clever
1: Mm. absolutely well it's it's
2: but isn't that also always what's happening in superhero movies right The the the. um their so what's the name of it their origin stories is always about how to deal with trauma to become mm-hmm. what they are yes um so yeah i think i think that one is what what, what strikes strikes me a lot is that the wonder story is so sad compared to others you know it's like it's it's yeah. you know it's like if you go even on this the dc side you know batman his parents are shot but that's that one trauma he gets that defines the rest of his life right massive trauma obviously best that it's that's it but then other heroes like tony starks he gets captured and then he has a epiphany he you know, goes hey you know that's traumatic he got he got he got um you know <laughs> he got almost killed in the desert and almost killed mm-hmm. a bunch of times but then you know that's making him change his way of life and that's how he becomes a hero captain america is not really traumatic at all like he's trying to do a good thing but hey but you i say wonder, that but yes
1: yeah. at war he's
2: at he war. war that is true he goes he's to just to, just a war <laughs> i mean controversial
0: statement or captain america he doesn't have much of an arc he is fundamentally the same person at the beginning of mcu as he is at the end of the mcu except for the fact that he finally gets the need that is set up in his first movie which mm-hmm. is just getting back to peggy like when yeah. he goes into the ice he's talking to peggy that's a need that was set up like 18 movies beforehand that he finally gets in the last movie. But it's the same need. His needs never change, whereas Tony's yeah, needs did. changed. He, he needed to be a, a force for good for the world as opposed to a force for evil, which he was inadvertently. Um, he, that's why that payoff at the end, his sacrifice, means more than if Captain America makes a sacrifice. Oh,
2: of course. Yeah, because he went from a yeah. selfish point of view of everything. Yeah, I'm totally. By him, self-centered to, well, you know, I'm taking one for the team. So yeah, right,
1: yeah. Um, um, yeah uh, the other thing that Captain America goes through is Bucky dying. Yep. True, true, true. true, true. Yeah. That's a good
2: point. But yeah, saying that, um, wrapping that up, is just, yeah, the Wanda story is just on another level in terms of, of um, how much can a person <laughs> really take, take. Um, before Correct. Correct. breaking and, and handling it, you know. Yep. I thought that was quite scary.
0: I never yeah. forgot. Ship Thesis. Not any Easter egg through line connection that i thought was actually quite interesting hmm. so we've talked a lot about or at least the world has been talking a lot about lost lately because because it has such so many parallels with the easter egg kind of like approach with the with the show yeah. uh so as it turns out as you remember jj abrams was a producer on lost jj abrams wrote a book called the ship of thesis
2: right
0: here. Ah, there you go <laughs> you got it yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, that's a, that's a cool nerd. Oh, dude, that, that book is so good.
2: So ridiculous. People like, don't understand. I enjoyed People it. People don't understand. <laughs> the details it's in it,
0: this. That, that, <laughs> just for anybody out there who hasn't read it, it's a very fascinating format of writing in that you get a book, and the book is written out as a story, and it's the story of the ship of Thesis. Um, And it's about like these, I think, like pirates or something that are off at sea or like they're having an adventure out in the sea and stuff. But in the margins of the book, two people are writing back and forth to each other. They keep checking out the book from the library. And they keep leaving like little bits of research to uncover mm-hmm. this other mystery that's happening in the book. So as you're reading the book, you're reading the story of the book, but you're reading also the story of the two people connecting through writing in the book. And you're getting a mystery as well. You're trying to decipher through the clues yep. in the book. Dude, it is like three levels too deep of like detail for a book, but mm-hmm. it works
2: kind of interestingly well. Like
0: I, I, it's one of the th- things I very like have a very good memories of reading. Like I really enjoyed that book.
2: Yeah, and you're the one who recommended that to me. Um, and I remember I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. But then when I think you showed okay, it to me and I was yeah, like, because yeah, the, the details cute. and everything is like, is like, it smells like an old book. It's printed like an old book. <laughs> it's got a bunch of stuff in there. It's like how much money they spend on that. Well, then and again, you, it's a great book. It's and, great storytelling. and it's a crappy book to give to
0: someone else if you're not organized, because if you don't put all the things that are inside the book back where they go, it ruins the yeah. story for the next person. Yeah. And I was like, and I didn't, I didn't pick up on that until like halfway through the book. I'm like, ah, I messed this up, so I don't know you, where the book is anymore.
2: You cannot um, buy this secondhand on, off eBay because there's going to be yo, stuff missing, right? And it's yeah. literally something you have to buy new, uh, which is what I did. Uh, yeah, so. Look at that, it's turning into a recommendation episode. Buy it, go buy this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, actually, hang on, go buy this because, um, this is where I got confused. Uh, oh, sp- yeah, I, the, I the book's actually that. called S, yeah, it's not yes. called, um, good point. It is called S, yes. Because um, it it took me a while. I, I didn't ask you for that that piece of information when I was looking for it. I was like, oh, it's called sheep. And I was keep keep going back to the old the, the actual book, and I was like, ah. yeah. but a bunch of studies around the sheep thesis, and I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. Anyway, digressing big time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm here for. Um, so I think I want I want to wrap this up by because um, we usually go through all the questions right now like what yeah. do we think is going to happen or what do you think this meant yeah. but i think this wraps up within or it could go into the the review of the the entire series review that we wanted to yeah. sort of go go through and i think jc had a good um good way of explaining that was the little little one little white lies review which is what yeah, one of the magazines you like to yeah they're like
0: a, a, a movie magazine in the uk yeah
2: um, it's so actually, it's quite, it's, 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 it's a nice magazine. So if you yeah. subscribe to that, i so then man, it's getting into a recommendation. It, of books.
0: It, it, it's like the, the, the type of magazine that if like, if you want to hear someone just like shit on everything you like,
2: yes, that's the magazine to do because they have such
0: a critical eye, but when they elevate something and go like, this is amazing. It's usually amazing. Like, yeah, it, it's one of those, right? Like some of these are a little too uppity about things, <laughs> but they have good reason because they're, they're all very well read in terms of like film stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah,
2: so that's my that. to the extremes. They go to the extremes. It's extremely bad or extremely good. That's what yeah. you do. Um, so the way you wanted to talk, well, you wanted to set that up is um, the, the three questions. How did you feel before you watched it? How did you feel when you were watching it? And how did you feel about it now that it's done? Yeah. So I guess expectations. Versus reality, <laughs> it's what yeah. we have right here, right? I think with this show, it's super important. Actually, and and it's <laughs> sure. so. The, the, and this is where I want to go. This is this is the part of this episode where I, really, I was really um, looking forward to because that's the main. Well, the main, the main bits, the the main articles I've seen right after episode nine dropped. It wasn't so much about the episode; it was about the expectations and what really happened, like, and what. What was given by Marvel and and how they justified it and how they were like, well, you can't, we couldn't do certain things, and the, the way, and and like you said before, I think we started recording this episode, JC, with the um, the director of One Division saying that, oh, he was looking at people and their reactions to certain things that were actually turned out to be nothing. They were not 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 not, not important at all within the entire story um confirmation that
0: the aerospace engineer meant nothing (laughs) exactly there's a
2: bunch of stuff that actually turned out to be nothing because they were not meant to be anything they were just there to move the plot forward um so you know let's start with this how what were your expectations before it all started who wants to get take that one
1: should i jump in dave go on dave um yeah I, there's two stages even to that one question hmm. um when i heard about a one division show um i wasn't all that interested to be honest same same um and then when i saw i think the first trailer which just showed like the 50s and 60s tv show stuff still wasn't interested and same. it wasn't until they showed the final trailer where they showed like the the difference between real life and the tv show that i thought oh, okay there's actually going to be something here um i think there was also a scene in that trailer which never came to fruition where mm-hmm. vision they're standing in the dark the two of them are standing in the dark and vision says something like this is our home and we have to defend it uh which mm-hmm. is similar to the line that he says with the kids at the end yeah. Yeah. but it's a completely different scene
0: yes um, yes i noticed that too yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh
1: so then i was like oh okay something's going on here uh Maybe it's something she's not in control of. They're messing with reality. This is gonna be interesting. I'm ready to dive into this and see see what it's about. That that's how I how I felt um just as the show began. All right, hold that thoughts, JC. Expectations.
0: Um similar actually. I wasn't I wasn't excited when they said WandaVision, but not for the idea of it, but because I kept looking, going like so we're going to get, uh, what is it, a Black Widow
2: mm. and
0: Scarlet Witch, both of which are characters that have, in my explanation at that point, like they've had their moment. So why do I want to hear the backstory? Like I, even I, I'm still like juries out for me on, on, on Black Widow Black because Widow. as much as yeah. I, I the idea of that movie is very interesting to me and I wish it would have happened earlier is kind of my view sick. of that movie. And it feels going to be too late and I don't know how it's going to tie into like the next phase. So let's see. Um, but that's the part that bought me out was like, I don't see the point in these now. It's less and less about the show and less about the timing. Uh so that was one thing. But on the flip side, when I saw the first kind of like uh the concepts for it about like it was about like uh doing 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s TV, I was there for that. Like that actually got me very excited um and then and then when i saw the kind of the final trailer that was like i'm in like totally in and that's where i felt like that expectation got paid off whereas like if i go back to my original expectations of just like i wonder if they're going to do that sitcom stuff well and if it'll mean anything i'm like yeah i'm happy
2: interesting um so for my part i think that this is pretty much copy and paste from what they've said um where it got when it got announced i had zero Interest in it? I was like, and and again, it's a mix between what you guys both said, which was okay, no expectations, nothing. there nah, doesn't speak to me because I thought the the the, the story arc of Wanda. Yeah. yeah all right. We, I, I I don't need for more. Yeah, she's very powerful. She almost single-handedly killed Thanos in that game yep. That was cool. So maybe there's a little bit more there. But then at at, at that point, I was like, yeah, I don't. I, i'm ready to move on to other superheroes i'm ready to move on to other people taking with their own takes but i didn't realize that yeah actually one that we've not seen her as they as the um, you know the the witch that she really is um but then when when they first first (laughs) dropped the 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 original trailer i was like "Ah, i don't want that like what's this weird stuff like black and white comedy yeah it could be fun but Uh, a bit odd and then like you guys uh, did when the final trailer dropped i went ah yeah now now we're talking but also what um created a bit of interest to me was um i think kevin farge when he, he talked about this the tv series in between the movies said that oh there's gonna be a bunch of stuff happening in those tv series make sure you watch them otherwise you might um you might miss something important in those those episodes it links when to you, the movies. When it links to the movie. And when he comes to the movie, you watch that, you'd be like, huh, what? what? Oh. Did I miss something there?
0: And it, it links to his bank account as well. Let's be honest. And
2: it links to his bank account. That's why he said that. It links to <laughs> it looks to jennifer in accounts so like, <laughs> yeah you know, exactly and steve in finance is like yes <laughs> um so but that but then also that got contradicted literally yesterday or a couple of days ago when he also came out and went nah we never said that was going to be important in there you know you can go watch the movies and still not watch the series you'll be fine i'm like no come on man just don't don't, don't change it halfway through you know we just started and this just don't, don't don't go with that so yeah, it's 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 really interesting the expectations that but it also in terms of expectations, it, it, there's a lot of stuff that happened after that. And I think we sort of contributed to those expectations. But we'll 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 talk about it um, in a sec. Um now moving on from that. How did you feel whilst watching it? Did you get excited? And, Dave? and
1: that's yeah, and that going straight off from your last comment there. Um i I mean it's all documented in these episodes yep. we've done um I was intrigued at the beginning um they did the the two episodes which were all t v back to back um and then at the end of the second episode, we get that small reveal with uh agent frankie and his his b yep. suit popping out, and then the rewind um and the pregnancy <laughs> and um <laughs> at the time, I had thought we would have seen more of reality by then yeah um because I thought, and maybe this should have gone in the last segment, but my expectation was that the the show would end sooner, and we would be brought into the real world, sure. not realizing okay. that the real world was the show, essentially, yeah, and I think yeah. until the reveal in episode four um I needed that to be resolved. Right. I needed that to be resolved so that I would stop thinking that we're going to snap back to reality and have this regular uh, Marvel story. Um, But then I think as it went along, um, I was down for what they what the show was. Right. I I was totally in. I was totally sold on it. Um, The idea of going through decade by decade um, and having a balance between show and uh, the characters discovering what's really going on. Um, The pinnacle of that to me was still um, vision breaking character and fighting, well, arguing with uh, Wanda through the credits uh, at the end of episode five. Um, Yeah, that was just awesome for me um, to marry those two worlds in that way. Um, And then, yeah, and then I think by the end of episode six I was a bit disappointed because I realized that all of our theorizing and all of our um, story crafting and um, predictions and everything I think had gotten a bit too grandiose (laughs) (laughs) and I kind of realized that actually okay if, if this is what the show is then it's not going to be what we think it's going to be it's not going to be as big and as dramatic and as um uh it's not gonna the implications aren't going to be as huge as i expected uh they would be by the end you got to the
2: same point i'm right now but three episodes early
1: absolutely absolutely (laughs) absolutely Absolutely.
0: wait wait so you're saying that falcon and winter soldier are not going to track down (laughs) mutants?
1: no (laughs) they still might (laughs) It's still still might. I'm still <laughs> holding on for hope, man. Holding Let, on for hope. Let's build it back up again. Maybe Ralph Bone is going to be in that too. <laughs> Maybe he's Mephisto. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, I'm not going to go back and listen to the old theories because we had some bonkers ones,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, Jathan, fun he's on his way. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> Nightmare. A a Night- nightmares everywhere. They said they were having nightmares in the last episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> god no and, and, It's and never over The twins end with going to sleep
2: mm-hmm. nightmares. nightmares Oh my nightmares. god a um, Kruger about it yeah. JC how did you feel watching it then The same then <sighs> Slightly?
1: Oh can I just say before we move yep. on Sorry JC yeah, um, yeah, But once I did realize that And accepted that it wasn't going to be this huge Huge thing it's going to be a Sorry. TV show With a TV mm-hmm. show scale um i was quite happy with the way that, that they proceeded and the way that it ended once i accepted that okay Agatha's the villain how are we going to preclude Divina. how are we going to conclude this um i i was quite happy with with the show in general and how it how it ended okay <laughs> yes a lot of similar <laughs> thoughts
0: um in that to sum them up as i was watching the show I caught myself initially enjoying it a lot, but as a consistent theme throughout the whole series, I got to say, like, I had a better time talking to you guys about it than sometimes <laughs> watching the show um, right. because I put such heavy expectations on it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just went too deep into, like, no, it could be this, it could be that, it could be that. And, and, and funny enough, as I ended the show, I kind of th- I thought, like, hmm, there's a line at the in the last in the last uh, episode where I believe it's Monica goes like they'll never understand the sacrifice you made. And 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 I feel like that <laughs> applies to us. Like our yeah. fans will never know the sacrifice we made in like not totally enjoying the show because we were analyzing it too much for the sake of you followers our 1000 followers. This is all for you. plug. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but no but but that's serious. Like there reports that I'm like I wish I would go watch it without the expectations. Cause I think there's some episodes I'd have enjoyed a lot more, especially like when she walks up to an aeronautical engineer and there's nothing. That was <laughs> such a letdown episode for me. I was hundred percent positive that something was going to happen. I'm like, but going back to what you said, David, like, but by the time I accepted that and then came back to the theme that originally got me interested, which is one, the sitcoms and two mental health, mm-hmm. totally enjoyable once I got back to those themes I, I started to enjoy the show again that's me
2: um yeah it's funny because you sort of you guys sort of jumped already about uh, with the last the third part of this um, review thing we're doing which is how did you feel about it now it's done uh, naturally I think we, we, we you progressed there because I'm, I'm the same like I was going through it and watching everything and then fully embracing the nerds and everything that was floating around every single episode on the internet and watching those youtube videos listening to other podcasts and going hey yeah that guy's got a point but then it's sort of um i i, I got lost in one thing it's just like i forgot that it was marvel and, and and something i've been repeating myself and i sort of ignored myself there's like they're not they, they inspire themselves they'll take um they'll take characters out of the comics and they'll sort of remodel them and making those characters and those storylines very easily digestible for the wider, wider audience that may not be well-versed into anything that is, you know, nerdy. You know, they, they, they want to address people like, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, like people like my wife, who's not, they've never grew up reading a comic mm-hmm. or never had any understanding of the entire world as Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marvel Universe or DC, anything that is nerdy. Um, so this this is their target audience and they're not going to throw in a bunch of people that, you know, again, not being uh, <laughs> talking bad about people like us, like, you know, like nerds. They're not going to cater entirely to nerds mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, this Kathon is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that leads me to another point, which is that um, the role of the internet and the role of um, now because one thing that one reason why i enjoy going back to lost was the role of the internet with lost because that was the first bit of um the first videos that were released about analyzing lost and what it means and what that takes you know all those easter eggs and where you know where those characters are coming from where they're going but i was i felt was done slightly better because there wasn't an entire I know trove of comics to draw information from that was like literally like this is the sh- from the show this is what mm. we know this is what we think is going mm. there's so much going on in the marvel universe <laughs> <laughs> that it's very easy to get your expectations and um, mm-hmm. not even your own expectations and like all the people's expectations the internet's expectations yeah drawn into the way you enjoy the show you know it's like mm. certainly it's like well i've read somewhere you know spider-man's gonna drop in episode nine they're like oh that makes sense because you you convince yourself you you talk yourself into it <laughs> and it's like and it sort of messed up my enjoyment of episode nine for example because i was convinced mm-hmm. dr strange will drop in and, and he, when he never showed up i was like huh <laughs> this is the you know i i, I was actually slightly annoyed um, pissed off mm-hmm. whatever you want to say and, and disappointed at the end of episode nine i was like huh like, the, I thought the battle was too short. I thought the, the pacing of the show was completely messed up. the episode was a bit off. Mm. Um, and I was like, ah, it's a bit weird. And, and and he actually got in the way of the um, this, the ultra sad ending, which is literally, again, vision goes away and the kids go away. And it's like the, the emotional part of it completely went over my head <laughs> because I had those expectations set, well, mm. partly by myself, but also because of everything that we, every single episode we've released for the last eight nine weeks and other people's content online it was like damn you know it's like they're gonna go into the, that you know Vision directly goes into um was it Spider-Man 3 and um, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange 2 and stuff like that. and you're like oh man so that means those characters are gonna drop but no <laughs> no why should they drop they're not gonna drop mm. they, they you know it's not a big production like a Like a crossover film with every single adventure you can think of no it's not that it's it's a tv series about wonder and vision Mm. they've already made an effort you know again quote unquote an effort with having monica having uh photon or whatever she's going to be called it's like they've introduced one more character they've introduced two you know you've got Mm. agatha Mm -hmm. highness you you've got actually four you've got the kids they are meant to be big characters at some point so why would they go back and get those strange so that basically the 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 entire thing of those expectations sort of destroyed my enjoyment of episode nine mm. whereas any other i think tv series like the last episode you're like oh god yeah give it to me i want to know the ending and whatever is usually um broadcasted to you you're like yeah that was a good last episode i enjoyed that and it took me watching that a second time to actually enjoy it, knowing what was going to happen. Um, and once I, I watched it for a second time, I went, "Yeah, that was a great thing." And then thinking about what happened over the course of those nine episodes, it's like, damn, actually that that TV series was, that that series was brilliant. You know, it was a brilliant, extremely well done, extremely well produced. Mm-hmm. Why should I, be mad? <laughs> Why should I <laughs> yeah. be mad? I shouldn't be mad. It was actually great yeah Ex- nerd
0: expectations <laughs> it's like we we get too deep into it yeah,
1: yeah that, for sure
2: and that's that's why i think it's interesting what you were saying about um the director and kevin fogg is saying well no you guys looked into it way too much you guys to stop leaning into those books
1: it's it's funny you reference other other shows because i feel like that's what happened with get out as well i don't know if you guys read all yeah. the theories and fan theories about the film get out um, and then loads of them, some of them were true, but loads of them were shot down by, um, by the director. Um, and then also um, Game of Thrones, I feel like, telegraphed the fact that they weren't going to be able to tie up everything in a nice neat bow, right? Mm. We knew there were certain things we were going to get with Clegane Bowl. We knew um, certain characters were going to die and stuff like that. But... Um, One of the things that I realized then um, is that I actually don't like doing fan theories and going through (laughs) all of the different things that can happen, partly because um, it's almost like a spoiler for me. Like if I I think something might happen, I will, I don't know, I, I like to think that I think like a storyteller i've always liked drag stories as a kid so if i sit down and look at all of the different possibilities i feel like if someone presents me with a theory that can easily fit into one of those probabilities and i think it's then going to happen and then it happens it's just the same as someone telling me this is what happened
2: Yeah. yeah Right.
1: just just the idea of the theory um being out there and becoming true kind of spoils the surprise for me um so i'm kind of glad like i didn't know that vision was in west coast avengers for example white vision um yeah because if someone had said that i don't know how that was missed by the way (laughs) but if someone had said that i'd have been like oh yeah no that makes perfect sense that's what the weapon is and then when they revealed it i'd have been like yep okay it's it's himself that's who he's acting next to and blah 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 like it all all the pieces would have just come together and it it wouldn't have um it wouldn't have had the same payoff as when I realized oh like she didn't take the body <laughs> right. she didn't take the body like do you guys realize she didn't take the body guys <laughs> <laughs> she's leaving <laughs> right you don't get that same payoff um yeah. so i I guess you've kind of answered it but my question would be do you think that it actually ruined your experience i know you said you watched it again to get the emotional payoff from certain things but would you say it actually ruined your experience or lessened no, it, maybe not ruined but lessened it, your experience
2: yes so it lessened the experience at the very moment when i watched it for the first time like it it wasn't so there was two stop. like uh uh differentiate that both of them like there was two sort of expectations there was the expectation for example before end game came out right but my expectation wasn't as in oh i expect to see this and that happen it was more Mm -hmm. excitement and finally i expect the story to end Mm -hmm. that's though you know if if that if I make myself clear that there There was expectations for me in one division which was i expect dr strange to come in Mm -hmm. and somehow have a role in this and that sort of ruined it for me because he was like, "Well, if I don't see Doctor Strange, I'm going to go mad, which well, I didn't go mad at all, but it was just <laughs> extremely disappointing. So I was expecting him to show up. I, I wanted him to show up. And, and I also, you know, as much as I said, the, the internet's expectation mm. um, ruined it, not ruined it. it, made the experience not as fun or as enjoyable as it should have been. I think there was also a, a role from Marvel and the actors, you know, it's like but if you see the on, on our doc, the, the list of questions I've put is the same thing, it's like, you know um, Paul Bettany trolling you know, was sort of a dick move mm. was it a mm. dick move? Mm. Um, Elizabeth Holson also telling that there's going to be a Luke Skywalker level cameo in the last episode, that was trolling as well right? Um, so they, they've leaned into this thing where it's like, oh, we, we want to interact with the fans, but they are to me in a, certain, to a certain, in a certain way they went slightly too far because they raised because,
1: expectations know, yeah because mm-hmm.
2: they raised expectations if it was something slightly smaller i'd be like okay, yeah. cool but you know that most people like us will, will look at paul bettany's uh, sentencing on court and say oh my god you know apacino like i said <laughs> i'll take that l i'll take it <laughs> I'll take it. um but you know what i mean it's like uh, it's it's that sort of thing that also I thought also it wasn't at the end of the, at the end of it, wasn't really that clever from them. Like it could have been done better. Like, or at least not, don't say anything, like do what they all do. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, if I say anything, I'll, I'll get fired. Yeah. I don't know if it was instructed to them to say something just to tease mm-hmm. people and get the show talked mm-hmm. about, you know, maybe it was that surely it was that. Um, uh, uh, It was slightly like not looking back at it. It it feels slightly disappointing because it's like yeah. well, you know, and you you know how, like people like us, people that that the audience that watches those shows like they're ultra passionate about those shows and those characters. So it's it's a bit it's not a dangerous. You know, there's not nobody's gonna die over it, but you know what I mean. It this it goes, the 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 excitement goes overboard really quickly with yeah. um, our type of fan It's, it's, it's the same thing, like. Maybe maybe go the other way, but yeah, it's oh, the the overall feeling towards my, my overall feeling towards the series that the Vision as a series, like it, I I think it's great. I think it's one of the best thing that's that's been done in recent years in terms of um, TV series. But the ending was a little bit spoiled by everything we just talked about. That's that's my that's my take on it
0: since we've moved into like our overall feeling after watching it right mm-hmm. um and this is not an original thought by any means this is a shout out to uh, scott thomas in infinity pod um he mentioned something i thought was very interesting i want to talk to you guys about he yeah. said this show is a litmus test for what we want as fans from marvel yes and i 100 percent agree with that take where i'm like oh yeah Because this is the closest we now get to what the comics feel like right mm-hmm. because you get the big crossover and after the crossover there's not there's not a immediate crossover after that gives us a bunch mm-hmm. of people we go back into each person's stories and they deal with the implications of the crossover in their stories mm-hmm. yeah. and those stories also will not necessarily like crossover to anybody else until the next big crossover event right that's mm-hmm. something you get cameos and stuff like that right mm-hmm. but but this takes us into that format to a certain degree this this was a wanda story was and still yep. is and and we made it something that it was not <laughs> as fast exactly right? exactly and and, and that to me is interesting. Is like, do we want all these stories to be this other thing, right? It's like, spoiler for a potential future episode, but do we wanna be like the Snyder Cut crowd, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This is what we want from Justice League. This is mm-hmm. what you're gonna give us from Justice League mm-hmm. versus this is what it is, right? And do we like it or not? And this is clearly a show that to your point, Tom, was aimed not only at the general audience, but at the nerds, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and the reaction from both sides, I think, will very, be very interesting how Marvel takes that feedback and creates the next round of shows, right? Yeah. Because may, they might not go as Easter egg heavy or they might totally mean into Easter egg because at the end of the day, whether we appreciate it being trolled or not, it got them all the peer in the world and everybody tuned into this and how many people – stayed up making youtube videos the next day about it right (laughs) so so clearly it was advantageous so i'm curious to see what this means what this show is clearly crawling so something else can run and i'm curious to see what that shape takes like how that next show
1: runs um but i i i don't think this show crawled i actually think this show ran and i i I think agree you're exactly right in what you're saying about it It now taking on sort of like a comic book like um, Phase 4, taking on like a comic book like um... Shape Shape, yeah (laughs) Yeah. for want of a better term Um, all comics are different right? They have different writers, they have different um, illustrators, they have different they take different stories, different characters and they can take them in completely different directions, there can be a Silver Surfer comic uh, with a completely different design theme mm-hmm. and everything to a Miss Marvel comic, for example. Yeah. And I think that's what this is. I, I don't <laughs> think, um, I, I think WandaVision is going to be too different to what comes after it. Yeah. For it to be, um, for it to be, I, I, I agree. It's a litmus test, but I also don't think that it's going to necessarily inform what happens in the other shows because yeah. They're different shows. They're just different shows. And and you I mean, there might be Easter eggs here and there. There's always been Easter eggs in the movies, but I've never dissected any of the movies the way I've dissected yeah. the T V <laughs> show, right? Yeah. Um so I yeah, I'm I'm not sure if it will necessarily inform what they do hereafter, mm-hmm. because again, that's another set of writers, another set of directors, producers, mm-hmm. all with their own uh visions. Hey! hey. Oh! <laughs> well done. Um. Yeah, and they all want to take the particular story that they're telling and the characters that they're using in the directions that they want to take them.
0: Yeah. No, so, so actually, as you said, you're right. You're actually hundred percent. Right. I think the analogy of run and crawl wasn't quite right. This is more of, a, of an. I still stand by. This is an experiment that will will show us how weird Marvel is willing to get. Because this yes. by purpose is it falls into the weird bucket. Yes, right. Yes, and, yes. and 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 al- I've always been one of the people who are going like I want less CGI battles and I want more of the weirdness. So like I want to lean into more like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Funny if I when I say that, you should say Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange, because they're two of my favorite movies that they've made. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, lean into that stuff a bit more, and we mm-hmm. got it. And mm-hmm. that's why I've kind of like questioning, going like, ah, was this the right one to get all like nerdy about it? Because I feel like I would have enjoyed it a bit more. So yeah, for me, it was lessened, but not worsened necessarily. Like, I didn't think it was a bad show. I just felt like if I would have just got it and accepted for what it was, mm-hmm. I would have been looking for the Easter egg. But instead, like stuff like um, like, to your point, Tom, the end, I think yeah. it would have been a really nice touch to bring the sitcom format for the end. Like I heard from the director that they actually had 10 episodes originally and they collapsed two. And I bet you it's the last one. Um, Because there's a lot shoved into that last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they would have brought us back for like one more 30 minute episode, that's actually a farewell episode. So I will never forget the last episode of The Fresh Prince, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, I won't forget like the last episode of Cheers and stuff like that, where it's like Mm -hmm. literally it's like they turn off the lights and walk yeah. off the stage. Yeah. And I would have loved that moment of just like Wanda turning off the lights and just walking off the stage in the sitcom format mm. as a way of like, and this is the end. This is closure to, to, mm. to the journey I've been in, right? And you can still have all your stuff happen. Mm. But that, that those are the things that now thinking back on, like that's actually what I should have cared about instead of just like, are we getting mutants? Which I was too <laughs> hung up on. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, it's yeah, it's yeah.
2: funny It's funny you said that like, We all had that one thing We're all kind of um, You know cl- Clinging on to <laughs> It's like You wanted your mutant I wanted my My <laughs> Doctor Strange Mephisto exactly. Mephisto Yeah, Mephisto. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted my nightmare Yeah You know
1: I, I, I've shifted all of my Mephisto um, Theory into football Right now I'm saying that Liverpool Made a Faustian um, Agreement <laughs> with Mephisto. They won the league last year. Now they've lost six home games in a row, having That's not lost it. a home game in two years. That's it. Mephisto. He's a fly on the wall in that dressing room. I'm telling you. That's it. It's well it's because Mephisto's
0: too busy checking out what Wanda's up to. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that.
2: God. Um so yeah m- moving forward i think it's going to be interesting to see the the difference there with um, falcon now um i'm actually yes. slowly slowly recovering from the um, one the whole wonder thing and and getting my mind just right to watch uh falcon so i'm i, might, I might actually go back and watch you know captain america civil war and you know, a bunch of that um just to get my my brain onto the right wavelength i think for that one And I'm hoping it's not going to be as um, theory-heavy and and, uh, Easter-eggy, as you like to say. I I, I think it's going to be a lot more battles, but also a lot more jokes, you know, like dudes' jokes, lads' humour. Yeah,
1: I I think the one thing I do want them to, at least, even if they don't make it a big theme, I at least want them to hint at some kind of future... um, uh, context of uh Sam Wilson being Captain America I want to see some Sam Wilson's Captain America um either in the show or um leading to it hint leading to leading to that because I think that would be a really uh powerful story to tell uh right now
2: so to be funny you mentioned that because that's the only expectation I have of the show is that how uh, no expectation as in i want to see him dress as captain america and that, that's <laughs> what i'm saying it's like or else what i'm saying <laughs> is that as as an expectation as in i would like them to start talking about that how he's trying to fit into that role how he's thinking about trying to fit into that role uh, and how the the world is around him and and yeah. maybe have a, a couple outings and see how people react to having a black Captain America. That would be very interesting to for me. I, I, that's what I'm expecting from it. Like, If you can have that, that'd be great. Yeah. If yeah. not.
0: And also, I would add one other thing that I am somewhat expecting for Sam's character to develop the leadership skills to yes. bring back the Avengers, right? I almost feel like this is a show that begins to tease or possibly even begin to assemble the Avengers again. And I would mm. hope that it's based on Sam um mm-hmm. because the thing about captain america is that that's probably like it's a character i generally like but i don't find a compelling arc to him mm-hmm. because he was always good he, he was just born mm-hmm. good he's good he will always mm-hmm. do the right thing that's just mm-hmm. who he is he's basically superman right it's like always stands for truth justice in the american way like that Neability. that's what he's doing yeah exactly whereas sam's coming into that role from a different position it's Mm. a very different perspective so it's like how does he find that leadership and where does he draw from because because captain america just drew that's why he kept going doing like the whole like i can do this all day he has this never-ending well of optimism right Mm. and like why would someone that comes from sam's background where it's like he was in the military he was like just getting rehabbed in the va like helping people out and stuff like his drivers are very different to captain america how does he pull those drivers in to become a leader in the avengers that's i'm hoping they'll touch on that at least
2: Good. right that's that's a great um, teasing oh it's a great yeah. teaser to maybe what we'll be doing in the next few weeks which is maybe covering mm. kind of fuck mm, i man. don't know well, it's yet to, it's yet to be uh, <laughs> it's, mm. it's, it's, it's youtube faces you <laughs>
0: wait 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 i see something in the desk behind tom that leads me to think that they'll talk about something specific purple flowers
2: i know right yeah Mm. it's been my wife all along um dude that's like fifth level inception right there man
0: (laughs) We went crazy. <laughs>
2: went too deep. <laughs> all right, cool. I think I think that's enough yeah, for now. Um, wrap let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap the entire series of Wandavision recaps. Got, oh, um, yes. With nothing, just uh, oh, the Oh wait, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I have one. I have
0: something. one. I heard someone. I forget now who it was. I heard someone say this, uh, I thought it was just such a nice wrap up to the whole show. Wandavision is a show. It's just a show about the fact that we're all just looking for someone to watch TV with. That's
2: it. Damn. And this is what we've done.
0: I like I thought that was a really good summary, actually. It was really nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to do an outro after this. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we'll <kind of> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> um all right, anyway, usually an outro, we'll go for yes. it now. Um, Dave, thanks for joining one last time. Thank you. The thank you. Division. Yeah. And thanks for your time and effort in uh, you know getting those theories out there and <laughs> Getting mostly most of them wrong, like the rest of us, <laughs> we're good at this.
0: Swift kicking the ass on the way out, <laughs> huh? There, Tom. Was like, Damn.
2: That was your, that was your. <laughs> How's that for firing, Dave? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: please come back, Dave. <laughs> please come back.
2: We'll give you a call like never. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now before thanks for joining us um yeah. it was greatly appreciated nice to have another point of view another set of theories within those um how about you drop the green and grime podcast plug one more time please
1: yes uh thank you thanks for having me first of all yes uh, thoroughly enjoyed this uh different experience uh to my usual experience which is hosting the grit and grime basketball podcast we release episodes every wednesday um this week we're going to be talking a bit about the all-star game and Yay. then about our own basketball fandom our stories our origin stories jc yeah ah
2: Ah, yeah. Nice. This is my favorite topic myself. You'll
1: It's interesting. <laughs> Feels very crossovery. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be on Wednesday, and we drop every Wednesday. You can catch us on all platforms.
2: And it's yes. good stuff. Please listen to it. And uh yeah, JC, thanks for joining us one more time. We'll be back again with more stuff, more content, more nerdy stuff to talk about. I don't know what the next yeah. our next um, podcast is about on next episode. I have no idea. Who knows? But it might be something to do
0: with what's, what's behind us. It <laughs> might give you an indication. Let's get all Kaiser Sosak about it.
2: <laughs> oh God, I'm intrigued. You should all be intrigued. Um, yeah, but yeah, thanks again, JC. Every week, all day, every day. And you know. um, and uh, what else? Oh yeah, thanks for everyone who's uh, been subscribing to either our Instagram account. We're still over 1,000. Thank you very much to those all those those guys who hit subscribe there. Uh, the 300 and something on Twitter also. Kindly, uh, a kind thank you also to you guys. And uh, we're not pushing for Facebook. because so I think Facebook is not, it's dead. It's dead. It's not a thing anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, yeah, if you're on YouTube, thanks for watching. And please, please hit subscribe. And again, and all the other places, please hit subscribe there and like and share and all that good stuff. Uh, oh, and leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or on Amazon Podcasts, or whatever it's called. Um, that will be very helpful and uh, that will help us grow in all directions. So, that Bombe Michelle, we'll say goodbye. Like, like the hex, we're coming. <laughs> like the hex. <laughs> <Okay>. Hey. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for listening, watching, subscribing, liking, sharing. Have a good one, everyone. And we catch you in the next episode. Bye. Justice for Sparky. Justice for Sparky. <laughs> Hashtag Justice for